there is a great spectacle in that that any time that you have upwards of 20 or 25 breeds exhibiting in one area you can really I suppose maybe get talking and see the breadth of, of say genetics to stay in Ireland at the moment. Hello I'm Kieran Lynch and welcome to Obicast, the Chocolate Sheep Podcast. Each episode will bring you this insights, advice and technical updates for the sheep industry. Now in this week's episode we're joined by Darren Carty, Sheep and Schemes Editor from the Irish Farmers Journal to talk to us about Sheep 2023 the industry event that will take place in Cortina Cultural College on the 18th of June this year. We chat about the broad range of activities that are going to be on display on the day from sheep shows to breed exhibits to trade stands and a host of technical workshops. We discuss how this focused sheep event provides an ideal shop window for exhibitors and attendees to interact and see what's new in the industry. We talk about the various demonstrations that will run throughout the day from butchering and cooking demos right through the shearing and sheep dog training. Darren also describes a host of other activities that are on display in the day, including the keenly contested Young Shepherd competition. We start off, however, with Darren discussing what this year's event is happening and the background to it and previous events. It's actually great that we're back on the road again, five years since there was any, I suppose, maybe major sheep event like this. And if we think fondly back to sheep 2018, sheep 2015, 2012, uh, big events and upwards of of five, six, seven thousand farmers at them. Real, I suppose, maybe enthusiastic and optimism uh, flowing from those events. And I think we really need something like that again. So Sheep 2023 taking place on Saturday, 17th of June, Gurchin Agriculture College, Ballingarry, Rossgray, County Tipperary. Uh, that's a change from the last events here. And the last three events were in Chagas at and preceded by UCD. Uh, I think that it's good to have a change of scenery, good to open up the event to the country, very, very centrally located. Uh, you can bring, I suppose, sheep farmers from the east to south, uh, north and west, uh, given that there's a good road networks to it. And also, I think there's a there's a long, I suppose, maybe list of farmers that have maybe passed through the gates of Gotchina and would be glad to go back again after a few years. A very similar in its approach. Uh, it's an industry organized event. Uh, so we have the main bodies are yourselves in Chagas, the Department of Agriculture, uh, ourselves, the Irish Farmers Journal, Sheep Ireland, Borbia, uh, and obviously then it's taken place, say, in cooperation with Gorchina Agricultural College. We have a lot of, I suppose, uh, main sponsors to be thankful for. The major sponsor is Irish Country Meats, and the main sponsors then are Cormac Sheep Equipment, Lanco, FBD, and MSD Animal Health. I certainly want to look forward to that. Look, Gortin is an excellent facility, so it is. I suppose, as you indicated, like what sets this apart from other open days, it's an industry open day. It's covering a huge range of areas right across the industry. We might talk for a few moments just to give a little bit of flavour of what all is going to be on display on the day. Yeah, so big catalogue here and here. And and as you said, this like there's been a lot of maybe open days in Atanai in recent years, very technical focused. We have still that technical focus, but what really I suppose sets this event apart is this you have cheap shows, you have exhibits, uh, you have wool stands, you have young shepherds competitions, you have a day out for the family. And if I can, if I can say maybe uh, explore them a small bit at the moment. Uh, a lot of, I suppose, maybe discussion around, say, sheep breeding at the moment. 
Uh, the Sheep Improvement Scheme, which was launched earlier on this year, has a new requirement for farmers to purchase genotyped rams in year one, two or three. Uh, that's for all members. There'll be some farmers that will be purchasing rams again in year four and five. But that, I think, is, has brought an added uh, sort of buzz around it. And from talking to a lot of the sheep breed societies, they're already getting queries from farmers as of uh, will they have, say, rams available, what they have to do, when they have to purchase. And I think this is, I suppose, maybe it's a great shop window for sheep breed societies to show uh the, I suppose the extent of breeds that they have on offer but also for farmers it's a great opportunity to come and to maybe get an update in the scheme talk to breeders about where these uh, rams are going to be learn about say uh, the sale dates uh, from the event and I think that there is a great spectacle in that that any time that you have upwards of 20 or 25 breeds exhibiting in one area you can really i suppose maybe get talking and see the breadth of of say genetics to stay in ireland at the moment the main a lot of the main sheep breed societies are holding uh, shows on the day and some of the smaller breed societies or some of the breed societies that have catalogued or that have, uh, say, maybe their show in the diary on a different day, they will also have a presence there on the day. So I think, look, there is a lot there to be seen. We're expecting upwards of seven, 800 sheep to be uh, in attendance. Like So you're probably looking at the biggest attendance of sheep uh, from a from a range of breeds in Ireland of Ireland in 2023. So that's something to look forward to. If we explore, maybe or go a bit beyond that then and just look at the technical component of it for, for a moment. Uh, and I know you're heavily involved in a lot of this, but like you have the technical villages again, where there's be practical demonstrations, workshops, short presentations, or an opportunity for one-to-one dialogue and visual displays and to me this is a key like because we go to a lot of farm walks where maybe farmers are are standing in front of a stand there is maybe 15 or 20 minutes of talk this is a chance to maybe get beyond that see this technical information being distilled or brought to you through a workshop through maybe a visual display across all the i suppose the major uh, areas breeding and genetics environment flock health forestry grassland health and safety hill sheep nutrition organic farming and that's before you even go into the big meat meat market arena uh that borbia are have a lot of i suppose maybe organizing already done on and that's that will take us like the i think one of the one of the teams correct me if i'm wrong we had of the previous events was was farm to fork and this essentially the meat arena will show you everything from farm to fork no i think like you touched on a point a lot of the day is very interactive the technical villages are but a lot of it is a shop window to interact with breeders interact with ourselves in chagas or any other technical personnel on the day and that's to get the benefit out of it, that is the focus of this event. But you're touching something there, Dane, like the meat industry village. It's a very important end of it, Darren. But there can be demonstrations there from draft lambs right the way through to the actual carcass that they can produce. And, of course, we have an important cookery demonstration on the day as well. Yeah, a, a real crowd pleaser. Uh, Nevin Maguire is going to do a number of cooking demonstrations on the day. And that ties into, I suppose, the strong family farm element of it. And also the importance of, uh, say, 
promoting lamb as a as a as a ready to cook, healthy, tasty uh, food. And I think this is something that, as an industry, there needs to be a lot more focus on. Given that we need to increase consumption of lamb, particularly among young younger consumers. So I think that's a, a good element. The fact in this, uh, you can talk to all of the main factories, and also that, as you say, that there'll be demonstrations around handling lambs, around uh, the type of, say, carcass to produce, all of that side of things, I think, is is really important and really key. And, like, it's a perfect time of the year. Like, given the weather challenges that we've had, Kieran, in recent weeks, you would say that that will probably be heading into the first uh, drafting for a lot of farmers uh, and it'll be from then on in that there'll be the real importance around drafting at the correct rate and to maximise returns. Yeah, no, definitely. I think the year after come through, it certainly will be. Darren, another important end of the industry that is always featured at these events is the Wool Village. And I believe we've George Graham back on board for a very popular shearing demonstrations this year. Yeah, George is a real crowd favourite as well, Kieran, that he takes it through from, I suppose, someone that has never taken up a handpiece before, right through to... Uh, there is tips there for the more seasoned shearers, and uh, the way George and the manner that he has in in say explaining, in stopping, talking after he shears sheep, talking about the importance of handling wool, talking about the importance of wool quality. I think that's something that uh, a lot of people sort of garner a lot of interest for. I was talking to some of the members of the Irish Grown Wool Council this week. Uh, that's a new initiative that has been set up. There's 21 stakeholders from around the country or from, from different segments of the industry. And they're also very keen, I suppose, in promoting uh, the importance and the value of wool. Like wool has been, unfortunately, one of these products that has super, super environmental credentials. But when it comes to us, uh, and it comes to say the materials that are used in from textiles to uh, to say carpets to uh, I suppose as a component of materials. Unfortunately, synthetic fibers outweigh it, and there's a big job of work there to do in I suppose maybe extolling the benefits of wool, but also in uh, educating consumers around just how important wool is environmentally. And I think the Wool Council have they have a lot of good ideas. And it'll be good to see, I suppose, maybe those explored as the year progresses. But I think a, a focus on wool, given where it is, uh, is very important because we talk about maybe optimism uh, being low among sheep farmers at the moment. It has been difficult on the wool side for a few years. And I think with a little bit of work, that could be turned around and there could be real gains to be got because we're starting from, I suppose, a low point. So there's, there is real benefits. Uh, if you were to, I suppose, maybe look at, there's probably also a sort of family entertainment uh, element in that too in regards looking at all the different uh, uses of wool and all the different, say, I suppose, maybe companies that are involved in it. And that is, a, it's another nice, I think, attraction on the day like uh uh, leaving aside, I suppose, maybe all of the direct family things then that were, that were targeting. And like one of the things that the organising committee is keen on here, uh, Kieran, and you've known from previous events, is just there's something here for all the family. Like this, the last thing, this isn't going to be a heavy, heavy technical day. There's something, there's an education point of view, but there's also a general interest and an enjoyable uh, fun factor to it. 
And I think that's an important element, Darren. Like it, it is a very much a family-run industry, so it is, and that is a key focus of the event on the day. Like you, you have other, you have argue where you have a lot of other things involved at the sheep event in Gortin. Oh, massively! Like, like, how often do you go to Tullamore Show or go to the Ploughing, and you'd lose handy, lose an hour or two looking through trade stands? And I think that we're looking out to to gain real, real momentum now in the coming weeks around trade exhibits because. Look, there is an appetite there from commercial trade exhibitors to get in front and to start talking with farmers again. Like we talk about not having this sheep event for a few years. Also, like COVID put a stop to a lot of the uh, shows uh, that took place right across the country. There's a lot of, I suppose, maybe optimism uh, on the side of on the side of point around, say, the new TAM scheme has been uh, launched as. 40 to 60% grant aid there for uh, sheep items, sheep handling equipment now is coming in under the farm safety element. There's a 60% potential there. Like, and where else, Kieran, could you get an opportunity <coughs> to improve, say, handling efficiency and get a grant aid like 60%? I think that is something, it's a big area for farmers. There's a lot of potential at farm level, particularly with labour being tight to improve technical efficiency but also to improve the efficiency that work is carried out in there's a good bit of change coming down along the line around animal health uh there was a lot of talk at the end of last year around say the sale of animal uh, products or veterinary medicines and greater restrictions coming in around that look at changes around that has been pushed back but there is an education point there and i know a lot of the animal health companies there's a uh, some new products there uh, there's some updated guidelines and I think there is something for, for farmers to get in front and to talk to commercial exhibitors. We also, I suppose, maybe have new exhibitors uh, that wouldn't have been at previous events. There's a lot of new handling, sheep handling equipment on the market. There's a lot of new companies uh, that are there around, say, products around sheep sided, uh, sheep, uh, say, little things, I suppose, maybe to improve efficiencies. And we're we're keen to get all of those there. And like this is going out to listeners now, Kieran, that I suppose maybe to farmers, but we're also keen to start talking or to any exhibitors that we haven't talked to already is to is to maybe talk with those. No, and like as you said, Darren, it's the first time in five years that we have this sheep only focused event. Like it's a great opportunity for attendees to go and see everything that's available in the industry, you'll find out a bit more information about potential investments. But it's a great shop window for those exhibitors. And I'm assuming they can still book for the event. Yeah, uh, they can, Kieran. Uh, there is a there is a say an online booking form. Uh, I can read it out here, but look, but maybe you have notes that you can add it. It's at yeah. bitbit.ly forward slash sheep2023 form, and you'll get a lot of more information. You'll get access to the to say the booking space. A trade exhibit costs 300 euros for a three meter by 4.5 meter indoor space. Uh, it's the same cost for an outdoor space, but there'll be a larger, say, outdoor uh, allocation of, of space. I should have probably also mentioned at the time around sheep breed societies, any breed society that are still on the fence, or just, uh, say, maybe new breed societies, or maybe even uh, individual farmers that are maybe earmarked or selling or want to uh, come and show their own sheep. There's an opportunity to do that there. The show breed societies is 200 euros, 100 euros for a non-show uh, breed society. So uh, there's a lot of, I suppose, maybe potential there for, for those interested to still come and to book their space.
I think all will be welcome. Look, I'll include that link in the description as well. Darren, look, when you mentioned my breeds and size and competitions, the Young Shepherd competition was a strong feature at previous events. I'm assuming it's going to run again. It'll be another one. Hopefully, it'll be hotly contested. Yeah, uh, real farm favourite, uh, Kieran. Uh, we've always seen, I suppose, young shepherds come and uh, pit their uh, skills against each other. Uh, sheep handling, uh, say, education point of view, looking at sheep carcasses, uh, even something as important around management and driving of a quad and that's something to explore also through the technical villages i didn't say that uh when i went through the technical villages but all those villages have a number of segments and even in the farm safety village a lot of talk around safety in say quad bikes safety in pulling trailer safety in working machinery which is important and then also like we shouldn't forget also the the uh, humble uh, farmer's best friend in the in the sheepdog. Uh, Eamon Egan will be back again. Uh, one of the things that went down really well in previous events is uh, Eamon gives pointers, uh, or I suppose you could say he trains the handler rather than training the dog. And I think that in previous events, it has been something that a lot of farmers have come away from saying, Ginny, I picked up bad habits here or this. I was wondering about training my own sheepdog. This is really useful to see. Uh, Eamon's son is now on board as well. Uh, and it's a real lively, energetic uh, exhibit around showing, I suppose, the best points of how to get the most out of your sheepdog. No, it's, it's a super one. Eamon, to be fair, he always gives a great exhibit. He's a lifetime experience. Out and you said it's as much about training the person as training the dog. Exactly. And like... If you, if you look at a lot of farmers or if you look at, I suppose, maybe we, we, we do fall into our own maybe traps of what way we think a dog should work rather than extolling the benefits of how a dog can work. And like some of the little things that Eamon shows uh, that you can put in place can, can transform, I suppose, maybe how a dog reacts. Our big one that Eamon is, is always, I suppose, majors on is that no two dogs are the same. And just how to, I suppose, maybe respond or to to approach different dogs going from, I suppose, maybe a real shy dog to a more maybe outgoing or confident dog. And the difference in what's required from a handler can be pretty substantial to get the most out of those two different types of dogs. No, definitely. It's 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 very useful. So and if nothing else, there's a great entertainment factor to watch him and work with the sheep as well. Yeah, like, like there is nothing better than a dog in full flow. And uh, like came in, as you say, years at it. And I think that's something that will be really good to see. Uh, and also, look, at Eamon is very given of his time. And like in between the events, he stops, he takes questions. It's a real interactive thing. It's not just a thing, I suppose, of Eamon showing this out to walk a sheepdog. He also does the things that farmers want to see. Uh, and he'd also, I suppose, maybe take any of those questions around how young how young dogs should be started training, how soon to start to approach or to introduce sheep to a young dog, because all of those things, uh, a lot of farmers take it for granted. But it's going back to, I suppose, maybe the no two dogs being the same is that some dogs aim and will say you you could start this two, three months to uh, start work with them. Other dogs, they're late, maybe bloomers, and it might be just getting them accustomed to sheep, but it might be a number of months before you can actually do anything substantial with them. 
I think it's a good note, maybe just to wrap up on Darren, but like, it, there's a lot of people involved at all aspects of the They're going to give up the time on the day. They're there to help, they're there to interact. I think it's a great opportunity for those attending, for those exhibiting. So, in essence, was all roads lead to Gortine on the 17th of June? All roads definitely lead to Gortine. Uh, it'll open here around 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, it'll start to close off around 4 o'clock that day, but that still leaves ample opportunities for farmers to come. Uh, to I suppose maybe the one thing that we also forgot as well is that we're all in need of a day out to talk to other farmers. Ginny has been a challenge in spring here and uh, <laughs> as one farmer said to me this week it's still going on uh, but like it's, it's definitely I think an opportunity for farmers to meet other farmers that they haven't for a long time and to get a good day out and I think that sometimes after a challenge in spring What's needed is a day to clear the heads, to reassess, say, what's happening on farm. And oftentimes when you go to an event like that and come back home, it gives a different perspective. Or it gives a different outlook on what you're doing at home or, or something that you can take from the day. Because whether you go to a farm walk uh, in an evening on a farm or to bigger events or to an event like this, any event you go to, you can take something from it that benefits from the day. You can, of course, and I think that's that's what the focus will be on. Darren, look, really appreciate you giving up your time with us today. And for anyone that is going to the event, of course, you'll have a chance to catch up with you at it as well. So, they will. so look, good having you on. Thanks very much. Hey, you're very welcome, Kieran. We'll leave it there for this week's episode. Promises to be an excellent event, certainly a huge range of activities on the show. I have included a link in the description for any exhibitors or breed societies interested in attending and a contact email. So you'll find that in the show notes. That's it for me for this episode. Again, for updates on my sheep programme, keep an eye on our Twitter page at Jogger Sheep. I'm Kieran Lynch. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us for more episodes.